Welcome back to another edition of the Cougar Beat Podcast, a little Provo to Paris special edition of the pod. I know we already came to you once this week, uh, but we got to get an emergency episode in because it's not every day BYU fans get to celebrate not one, but two Olympians. That's right. Qualified athletes for the Paris Summer Games this summer. Uh, and we're going to celebrate them both right now a little bit uh, with uh, here on the podcast. First of all, with me, the, I guess, technically the runner-up finisher from the U.S. Olympic trials, uh, U.S. Olympic marathon trials, I should say, uh, earlier in Orlando. But he really stole the show. He was number one in my heart and number one in a lot of America's heart, too, uh, as well. So Clayton Young, formerly of BYU Track and Field, currently of ASICS and Run Elite Program, and Team USA headed to Paris. Clayton, thanks so much for joining me for a couple of minutes. And how does it feel to say Olympian Clayton Young? First off, thank you, Sean, for having me on the show. Really proud to be on this show. But yeah, the the, uh, the word Olympian, that title, uh, it lasts a lifetime. And uh, I cannot believe that I can now with full confidence say, I'm Clayton Young, Olympian. It's Well, it's definitely, it's something that, that will never be taken away from you. I mean, even uh, your mentor, close friend, Jared Ward, he was an Olympian once. Uh, unfortunately, had to pull out of the Olympic trials this weekend. We wish all the best for Wardy. Just, I just talked to him the other day. He's in really good spirits, and you saw him earlier. Obviously, he seems to be in good spirits. But that that's one thing that he also mentioned was he will forever be an Olympian, whether he's competing in the next Olympic trials or not. Like, you can't take that away from him. And now that's something that you and Connor uh, will never have taken away from you. It's members of the United States Olympic team. You qualified, Clayton. I just want to say I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. You know, Connor and uh, Jared and I are, are great teammates. And and really, like, we, we've kind of joked in the locker room, you know, who would be more excited to make the Olympic team? And as I've really pondered on it, you know, Jared is the one that really instilled you know, that dream of being an Olympian, because I remember so vividly when he made the team in 2016. And then obviously oh, yeah. being coached by two-time uh, Olympian Ed Stone, it just means the world. And so that title has just become bigger and bigger in my mind. And uh, I really appreciate their help in helping me uh, earn my title being an Olympian. Yeah, 100%. Well, it always it takes a village for every Olympian, they say. And uh, your village is strong from American Fork to Provo just about everywhere in between and then some as well from the folks at Rev to the folks at BYU to uh, shout out to Timo. We got to give a shout out to Timo as well. I think, Amen. Uh, here on this. So uh, yeah, uh, it really does take a village and, and your village is celebrating tonight, Clayton, uh, after your, I mentioned it before, second place finish in the U S Olympic marathon trials, two hours, nine minutes and six seconds, just about a second off just under a second off, I think, of your teammate, Connor Mads. The two of you basically walked arm in arm across the across the finish line down in Orlando. Uh, for There were stretches of that race where, and, and I don't want to say this like I'm, like I'm denigrating Connor because Connor is amazing. Connor is, is, is really good. Our, our relationship goes along, goes a long ways back. But there were segments of that race where you kind of carried him in, in, in some ways. Uh, it, it almost looked like you were looking around saying, hey, Connor, like, like, you know, don't fall off. Let's finish this together. We started this race, set the Olympic standard for the United States together. We're going to let's finish this together. Was that kind of in your mind a little bit during the last couple miles of that race to, to say, like, we started this together. We're going to finish it together. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you nailed it. I mean, we didn't even start the race together. Like we've started this journey from day one to make it to the Paris Olympics together months and years ago. And so uh, Connor, like you said, is an absolute workhorse, an absolute animal. And, and, you know, he has pulled me and carried me throughout this entire build. And so it only was fitting that I could kind of return the favor for sure and, and help him when those last couple miles got tough. And uh, I, I was just turning around and telling him, hey, we got this. Relax. Stick on me. We're doing this. And, and, and just enjoy this moment and uh, definitely uh, love soaking in every last minute of, of those last couple miles with him. Your, re your guys' relationship, I think, is really unique because you're not only former college teammates at BYU, uh, you're training partners under Coach Eyestone at BYU as well. You work together with, with Run Elite, with Rep, um, and you've obviously been on this incredible marathon journey over the last year plus. Uh, that's obviously uh, about to culminate here with an Olympic birth this summer in Paris. But you guys have like a personal relationship that I overheard a little bit of in some general media availability and that kind of thing where uh, apparently your wives are really close friends as well. And um, I, I don't know if I understood this totally, but you babysat his, like you babysit each other's <laughs> kids or something like that. Like what's just, what's kind of your, your guys relationship, like even away from the course in some ways. Yeah, you you nailed it. Uh, one clarification: uh, Ashley and I have two girls, and Connor doesn't have any children. But I'm sure we'll be babysitting their kids one day here soon. But uh, uh, so they so they babysat your kids, probably is what it was. And so, kind of like what I was saying, our, our relationship is first and foremost friends, and then you know we're teammates, and and then we're competitors. And ultimately, I know that Connor, as a training partner and as a friend, is far more valuable going into Paris. You know, there really was no doubt in my mind that he would make the finish line. But I just I really wanted him. I wanted us to go one, two, all the way to the finish. And so as soon as he was like, you know, I'm not feeling too hot. Take the lead. I was like, absolutely. I'm feeling great. Let's do this thing. Let's work together. Let's motivate him. Because honestly, we're going to both be better uh, in the Paris games working together all the way through. What, what do you think this experience uh, of, and, and not just being able to go through it with Connor, but also everything that you've been through the last couple of months leading up to this race, clinching that Olympic standard. Uh, Connor was a pre-race favorite to, to win these trials. You were not. Uh, you've talked about this a little bit. You've laughed it off and, and joked about it some a little bit in the days leading up to the race. Um, I, I think your words on NBC were, were you weren't in anybody's top three, but now but now you are, so that's probably even better, right? Uh, but but yes. what do you think the last couple of months have kind of done for you just in terms of, of confidence and growing into your professional career as you head towards now, uh, arguably, or certainly one of the, the biggest stages in collegiate mar or in, in professional marathons and in professional distance running? Yeah, great question. You know, I think back just a year ago, uh, a year ago, I was injured. In fact, I was so injured, I'd gone through multiple rehab sessions that I made the decision to get surgery. I had knee surgery. And mm. a year out from the Olympics is probably the worst time to get knee surgery because seasons, especially in marathoning, build upon one another. And yeah. uh, that fitness is so key. And so I was incredibly nervous, probably the lowest point in the sport throughout my entire career, and uh, but ultimately had to get surgery. And, and so to go from that to then hitting the Olympic standard in Chicago to then clenching that Olympic uh, title, I guess you could say, at the Marathon Olympic Trials, it's it's like, it's nothing short of a dream. Like it really has been a dream that we have visualized and planned for and prepared for 
for years and years and years. And so for all of that to happen in just, you know, shy of a year's time is is incredible. And uh, I couldn't have done it without all the support crew, my wife, my family, the rep team, Lee program, as well as uh, former and current past BYU teammates, coaches, athletic trainers, the list goes on and on. Uh, it really has been a team effort, like I said, from a year ago and the years before until now. This this family, this team, this village of distance runners in Utah, it goes back longer than than either you or I. Um, and, and so I don't want to pretend like we've kind of helped cultivate it and whatnot. But with rep, with run elite and and Jared and Landon and Isaac and some of them sort of being able to bring everybody together and like codify a professional uh, a professional running program, a professional distance program. What has that meant for athletes like you to, to just sort of put that together and say like, like this, I, I mean, has, has that had a, a, maybe a noticeable impact on your career? Do you think being able to have <laughs> this group and this team together professionally and, and not just, you know, a whole bunch of Utahns or a whole bunch of BYU alums? understatement like i i i've loved chatting with jared and seeing you know he had a great support system in 2016 when he made the olympic team but like it it like it pales in comparison to the support that connor and i have had out here in orlando and the months leading up to it like the support has been like just phenomenal almost overbearing where i have to say we we like we don't need that we're okay we're gonna be fine like it's been overbearing overbearing and overwhelming uh but it absolutely has made a difference as we've navigated this, uh, you know, this journey and all the emotions and, and, you know, physical side, mental side, spiritual side that has gone with it. And so, you know, Jared, you know, when he had this vision and he teamed up with Isaac to create the Run Elite program, like it, it shows that it has now paid off. And, you know, that dream is now becoming even more so a reality as Connor and I make the Olympic team. Yeah, 100%. Uh, well, you you had a big village there in Orlando supporting you. You had an even bigger village here back home in Utah um, uh, cheering you guys on. And I've got a feeling you're going to have an even bigger village cheering you on now as you take the next step towards Paris and, and that sort of thing. After the last couple of months from Chicago to the trials and everything in between, getting ready for this moment, uh, it's, it's hard to believe that Paris is only a couple months away, right? So I'm I'm sure there's not time for for much of a vacation or time off, right? But what's kind of the next step between uh between now and marathon date in uh over in France? Yeah, I mean, after running a marathon, honestly, I feel terrible tomorrow and and good thing about running a marathon is once you run a marathon it's prescribed two weeks off from coach ed Stone, and so mm. i am really going to enjoy these next couple of weeks taking some downtime with the family i joked with people that i've been living groundhog's day for the last four months and it's really nice night going to be nice not living groundhog's day where all i do is eat sleep and run uh, but you know no specific vacation plans at the moment we're just going to soak this in we're going to head actually over to paris uh probably in april and and see mm. the course and check it out so that way we can get all the tourist vibes uh, and for the games August kind of the immediate plans that's all I know right now and that's all that's on my wife's schedule yeah 100% well that's that's all you need to know right now and 
I like that two week off break. I, I might have to steal that idea from uh, Coach Eyestone just in my in my own personal and professional life. Take two weeks off after every big accomplishment. Um, I don't know if my bosses would like that very much, but I'll I'll say Coach Eyestone said so, and that's got to count for something, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, life is a marathon. We all are working our day jobs. Mine just happens to be a little bit more in the spotlight, but we're all running marathons in our own life. And, and yeah, everyone should take a couple of weeks every now and then. That's true. That's true. That's, you know what? Uh, he's an Olympian. He's a professional distance runner, a BYU alum, an American Fork native, and also a philosopher, Clayton Young. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, Clayton, thanks so much for joining me for a couple of minutes here on the podcast. Really do appreciate it. Once again, congratulations on uh, being one of two full-time qualifiers for Team USA, for the Team USA marathon team uh, for the Paris Summer Games. The um, third and fourth BYU alums ever to qualify to represent the United States in marathon. So joining your coach at ISON and obviously your your friend and mentor, Jared Ward. Quite the accomplishment, quite the village that you've got behind you. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what you guys do this summer over in Paris. Thank you so much, Sean. Signing off, Clayton Young, Olympia. Rock your hands, rock about babies, rock the stands with the fans. If you with us, raise your hands, rock about baby, rock and navy. Shout out to my teams, wives and babies.